with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, yeah, it's going to get cold for sure. Uh, colder, that is. And uh, the snow is on the way. We just got a text from Rob saying it's snowing in Westlock now. And uh, it's heading our direction by the sounds of it. Okay, Jack. You blew me away just a few minutes ago, <laughs> telling me a story about your seven-year-old daughter, Kennedy. What's the story? Yeah, Kennedy blew me away yesterday. She came home with a little flyer from her school, and it was a coding class. And she's like, I really, really want to do this. And this is where I felt like my own parents were in there like, what are computers? I was like, what is coding? You're that gif of Matt Damon and Saving Private Ryan yeah. when he goes from young to old. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. I was like, coding? Isn't that for like really, really older, smart people? No, yeah. it, there is coding from grades one to three, three to six. They do it after school. They like... I don't even know how to describe it. They figure out, I watched videos on it. They figure out these patterns and yeah. create programs. Right. It's amazing. Seven years old. Seven years old, wants to be a coder. Computer coder. Yeah. I, crazy. I mean, there's two sides of this. It's a seven-year-old. That's crazy. The other side is it's your kid. That's crazy. I know. That's, <laughs> I mean that in the nicest side. sort of way. But, but you know what I'm saying, right? Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Actually, my mother-in-law is a coder. Right. Which I I knew that she like did okay. really important stuff, but I didn't really understand it. Okay. So, so it's this in, all comes out it's in the in wash. Her blood. It's yes. in her blood. Coding is in her blood. Wow. I don't know if it's a genetic trait per se. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome, man. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like, remember when, you know, maybe not your dad, but maybe your grandpa was like, these computers will never take off. Why yeah. are you taking typing class? Typing Here's class a shovel. after school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, these kids are writing programs. Yeah. Stuff on, you know. It's incredible. Okay, I wonder if she can code like a new filter on my Instagram app. <laughs> like this could really be to my advantage. Simple limitations to a seven-year-old. I think yeah, I'd, I'd rather encourage her to figure out how to code her own video game. I, right. That, okay. That's probably Fair. where this thing. What language are they doing it in? C plus plus Java. What? <laughs> what language are you speaking? Coding, baby. Star Wars. That's what it sounds like yeah. to me. Okay. I'm proud of her. I think it's really cool and good for the school for offering this. I think it's really neat. And, and the fact that she wants to stay late and work at anything. Yeah, this is after school. Again, that's yeah. that's fantastic. My kid was gifted yeah. uh, coding for babies. Yeah. Like a book when he was li really little, Bo got a coding for babies. Okay. And yeah. it kind of explained, like, okay, how code, the process of coding works. It's not like, okay, C, uh, C minus backslash, <laughs> run this. It's it's like, this is how coding affects our lives kind of thing. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I may need to borrow that. <laughs> There's Jack studying, <laughs> reading a children's book. Coding oh, for babies. Yes. <laughs> Do you have something that just blows you away that your kids or your grandkids are doing that you can't believe they're doing? I mean, you you see these kids now at it. You know, they'll be earlier than one years old, and as soon as they get an iPhone in their hand, they're starting to swipe it, right? They know they're, so fast. They're starting to swipe how to, you know. My kid can can barely <laughs> count to twenty, but he can he can get the password on his iPad now. <laughs> yeah, he's got that figured out. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Think about you. Uh, think about me. That's it. Morgan Wallen. I'll get it straight. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's a 713. We've got even colder weather coming. It's minus 24 with the wind chill this morning. Minus 14 regular temperature. Snow is uh, coming as well, so uh, be prepared for all of that. Um, we've been telling you for the last day or so, so don't be shocked. Maybe it won't be as bad. Or maybe right. you know, sometimes they say 5 to 10 centimeters and you get a foot. So we'll see.
Where surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We were talking a, a few minutes ago about Kennedy and uh, coding at school. Mm-hmm. And, and Seven-year-old. Do, doing this after school, which is just, it's awesome. It, it really is. It's crazy. Blows and, my mind. Proud yeah. of her, but yeah, amazing. There are kids doing way, way cooler things than we could ever imagine. This text says, our three-year-old son has been watching this show called Number Blocks. Now can count to 100. Has mastered one, two, three, four, five, and 10 times tables. At three years old. Hmm. Number blocks is incredible. My kid has watched number blocks, and it's like, you you know, after an hour of blippy, you feel like a, just a bad parent. Right. You slap on number blocks, and, like, you feel like they're actually learning something. Okay. It's great. Number blocks. Yeah, it's like, there's, each one of these numbers, yeah. and they're blocks, yeah. is it's own little individual. Okay. That's how they, like, learn how to add and subtract. It's a good and idea. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. Very British. I got it. Monica says, you guys are talking about coding. It's part of the new curriculum. We're doing it at my school right now. And Paula says, coding is definitely a genetic thing. Very much for people with a smart bloodline. Okay. Uh, Yes, I like that comment. (laughs) (laughs) When I hear smart, I think about my, uh, not my wife's brother, who is like a PhD chemist who did his master's like postdoc in Germany. This guy's a genius. Right. He's a genius. And how as a kid, he was making his own fireworks. He was doing like lab experiments and like, he was like crazy smart. He grew his own drugs. (laughs) So where do you draw the line? Are you going to be a criminal or a scientist? One or the other. I asked him. Yeah. Like, could you make like a sweet bomb? He's like, oh yeah, I could make an awesome bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. Yeah, stay on the good side of that guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm just saying. All right, my mom just texted. She says, if your grandma was here, she would say, Chris was the only one-year-old that could take all the knobs off our TV in less than a minute. That was my skill. There we go. (laughs) That was my skill. You should have been a a thief. (laughs) (laughs) Taking tires off, put them on cinder blocks. Or maybe an appliance repair person, (laughs) Matt. Sure. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, let's go. It's a quick draw. That's what we call it. Kayla and Alyssa are standing by to play. Again, Warren's Eaters is coming to River Cree Resort and Casino on March 21st, and he is fantastic, and you ladies are going to get a chance to go. Please answer the questions as quickly as you can, and please say your name at the end of your answers so we know which one said it, okay? Okay, okay. All right, let's go. Something you lick that starts with a letter P. Popsicle, Alyssa. Wow. All right, Kayla. Well, that's how you do it. You got this figured out. Question number two. A tool that starts with a letter H. Hammer. Hammer. Kayla. Hammer by... Alyssa. Alyssa. Yeah, there we go. So does Alyssa have two? Alyssa has two. Okay, you got a blocker here. Let's go. A dessert that starts with a letter S. Sunday, Alyssa. Sunday, Kayla. <laughs> uh, Alyssa, it was a sweep, but it was a close sweep. It was, you know what, it was a, it was a close sweep. Kayla, please try again tomorrow and enjoy Warren Cedars, Alyssa. Thank you. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jomo, Jack. Yeah. F- FOMO, of course, is fear of missing out. What is Jomo? The joy of missing out. We hear so much about FOMO. Everyone says, say yes to everything. Make sure you're at every event. And especially after the Christmas season, we feel like we were at every event. Now they are saying 2024 is the year of JOMO, where you are supposed to actually enjoy missing out. You see people on Instagram, maybe they're at a concert, maybe they're at a party, they're just doing stuff. Just love staying at home. Okay. You said no, didn't want to go. It's the joy of missing out. Take that time for yourself. Wasn't 2020, Jomo, the year, <laughs> the year of missing out on everything? 
I don't know. That There's was, no was joy, you though. Ha- it was a... You had to miss out. I don't know what the acronym is there, but... Yeah. Who are they? Is there like a like know. a like a group of skulls and robes? And yes. The torches and they say, We must miss out this year. First off, I don't like it. Yeah. I love being a part of things. Can I Are I, you kidding me? You are like the living walking version of Jomo. Tell me the last thing that Jomo. <laughs> Everything. No. That's like if it's something I, I tr- truly do want to enjoy, I'll be there. I'll I don't want to miss out. Right. <laughs> I don't know when the last time I Jomo'd. <laughs> when was the last time you were at something? I had to miss out, but I I didn't I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't They're enjoy just saying it. Embrace it. Embrace staying home. Embrace not being so tired and and so overwhelmed. All right. Do you have somebody in your life? You know, do uh, FOMOs and JOMOs usually like normally opposites attract, right? Is there FOMOs and JOMOs? Like, there's somebody in your life that has to go to everything and loves everything, and then there's the other person that's the exact opposite of that. And does that make it a little bit difficult for rela- relationships? I'm Chris guessing. is definitely a JOMO. Well. I'm, I don't know. You yeah. do a lot. No, yeah. but he's always belly aching about it. <laughs> yeah, but if he doesn't do it, he also belly aches. Yeah, it's true. But the older you You're get... You're a FOMO person, I y- think. You think? Okay. 780-421-1039. Are you a FOMO person? Are you a JOMO person? Are you deal with that JOMO person in your life and they're just so hard to get going and you're like, come on, let's go, let's do it. And, you know, in Matt's defense, we just finished talking about Christmas with the in-laws. Oh, right. I mean, you know... There's no joy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that was the void of joy. <laughs> so, so you, yeah, there was no joy to miss out on that. Yeah, like, oh, it, I, oh, <laughs> there's no fear missing out of there. Go, go, go. It, I was good to see them, and, you know, for a little bit. But we definitely should have left earlier. Yeah, it could have been a two- or three-hour visit instead of a nine-day visit. Well, time to head out, kids. <laughs> 780-421-1039. Let's talk to you on You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Yeah, it's apparently the year of JOMO, the joy of missing out. We're talking JOMO and FOMO this morning. And Lori texts in and says, I'm definitely a FOMO person. I'm always fear of missing out. My husband, JOMO, loves staying home. She says the FOMO leaves the JOMO at home, and 50% of the time, everyone is happier. Okay. All this FOMO and JOMO. (laughs) Pray for Mojo. This text says, I'm definitely a FOMO person, especially when I see all the photos on social media. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You just watch everyone having so much fun, and you're like, ah, should have gone. You got to understand, though, when you're watching those, uh, seeing those pictures, that the, the moments before and after maybe not are the same as that mm. when it was perfectly captured. So you're saying it's a highlight. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a snapshot. I wouldn't mean you use the word high. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. With a lows near minus 40 by Friday. Oof, um, that hurts. Okay. Let's talk about uh, JOMO, the joy of missing out. FOMO is the fear of missing out. And I think you're one of those people, one of those two people for sure. You either you want to be at everything or you don't want to be at everything. And they marry each other. And JOMO apparently is the the year 2024. So what what are we getting on the text line, Jack? This text just came in. I definitely have FOMO in the spring and summer, but the end of fall and winter, I am ready to be home. I've got JOMO. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. Maybe as the seasons change, so do you. Seasonal JOMO. Yes. All right. That makes sense. 
Morgan says, I'm 100% JOMO. Love staying home. My wife is the opposite. If I go out, I want to go somewhere quiet by myself away from everything. It's just an event to, uh, to event basis for me. Yeah. Like there's stuff like FOMO stuff I don't want to miss out, but then there's JOMO stuff that I really don't want to go to. Right. This text says, I'm a JOMO, love staying home, but my five-year-old, 100% FOMO. Does that count? Ugh. He is exhausting. All kids are FOMO. Yeah. And they just need to be in the middle of everything. Yeah. All my friends are going. Yeah. Right? Do the kids still use that line, I'm sure, don't they? We haven't got there yet, but I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, oh I hear it. <laughs> I hear it. Although I've got my oldest daughter, Kennedy. She does love her alone. She is Jomo. Okay. Yesterday, she went up to her room to read. Yeah. I'm like, are you okay? <laughs> she can read? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I think you, you hear more of that fear of missing out from your husband than anybody in your house. Yeah. What would you do if your husband went upstairs to read? <laughs> I would take his temperature. He is not well. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Nate Smith. It's World on Fire. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 8.08. Yeah, we've got snow on the way today and uh, really the first significant snowfall of the year. When you think about that, that's yeah. pretty crazy. I mean, sometimes we can get snowfalls that uh, stick and last, uh, you know, the middle of October at the earliest, right? So, uh, yeah, we've uh, done pretty well as far as that goes. And you think about the uh, the people that run the plows. And the fact that, uh, you know, they, I know they found other things to do, I'm sure. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, they, they found things to do, but uh, today is the day they get called up to the big leagues. It's this finally, is their real job it's today. Finally happening. And uh, Jack reminded me of the names when they had the uh, naming contest mm-hmm. for the Plows. I think it was last year. Yeah, exactly. Peter Parka, <laughs> Snowby Gone Kenobi. That's a good one. Connor McBlade it. McBlade it. <laughs> <laughs> Amher Sleet Sohi. Sleet! Ah. <laughs> so good. Buzz I, uh, Buzz Ice Clear. Um, Blizzard of Oz. Blizzard Wizard. Control Salt Delete. I like that one. Ooh, That's yeah. pretty. Darth Blader. Fast and Furious. Mr. Plow. Plowosaurus Rex. Plowy. We knew that one was coming. Remember Plowy McPlowface? <laughs> Is he there? Yeah. Plowy no matter McPlowface. what contest you have, you have like Bodie McBoatface. You always have something like that. The big Laplowski. Nice. <laughs> sure. There's some good ones. There was like 2,100 entries, I guess, and then they chose 15. And uh, yeah, those are all pretty good ones. I, I got some more if you want. Yeah, go. Uh, Clearopathra. Oh, okay. Clearopathra. Yes. Uh, Hans Snowlo. Yeah. <laughs> Blader Tot Hot Dish. Okay. <laughs> Scoop, there it is. <laughs> Sleetwood Mac. <laughs> so are these, like, are these on the side of them? Like, do they actually have the names? I don't know. How Some cities works. have trackers for their plows. So you can see where they're at. I oh. don't know if Edmonton does, but. Right. right. I, don't, I don't, like, maybe they put a decal on them. We have wonderful city employees that listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. There might Enlighten be a that question. How long does it take for one of the plows to hit the LRT? Ooh. Today they won't do that. They, no, usually they city vehicles don't don't get hit by the LRT. No, <laughs> just civilian ones. <laughs> if you see a plow get hit by the LRT, okay, you might as well throw five bucks at it because it's coming right out of our pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. Hey, are you somebody that runs one of these plows? Do you know the story? Like Jack says, do they have the plow? There you go. Yeah, Amanda says the names are on the trucks. They nice. are nice. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And if you're the driver of one of these trucks, please. Yeah. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you for sure. The name plows have yeah. decals on them on the doors. Okay. Awesome. Sick. Got it. Thanks. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Matt's problem becomes our problem. It's funny how that works. He's. Uh, going, I feel stressed. He's going on on a on a trip on uh, Friday, which is awesome. Good for him and the family. They're going on a cruise, but uh, you're flying from Calgary to Dallas, and then from Dallas to Miami. Correct. And the issue is that when you land in Dallas, technically, you've got an hour layover, right? Between, yeah, and, and and if everything works well, you'll be great. You'll mm-hmm. be golden. You'll be on that. time to sit. They'll be calling names, and it'll be perfect. Yeah, but but if things don't go well, I was already trying to cause some oh, Chris, anxiety. Yeah, I was saying you know they're going to have to ice your wings for sure. They're going to have to de-ice them. I guess not ice them. That would be bad. De-ice the wings in Calgary because it's right. going to be about minus ninety. And so that's <laughs> yeah, gonna, Friday's the coldest day. <laughs> going to cause the the one delay. And then, of course, there'll be a couple more, and then you'll get there, and you'll have like 30 minutes between flights probably to get there with your family and uh, your small carry-on items that you've got and your stroller that you've got packed. The kids' two backpacks, my backpack, Sam's purse, yeah. her carry-on, and the stroller. Yeah. We can move like Usain, Usain Bolt and those I things. Mean- <laughs> DFW, Dallas, super, super small airport. This is yeah. tiny, right? Yeah, yeah. On the bright side is we have a day right. before we got to get on the boat. Right. But on top of that, that hecticness that will be the Dallas airport, I was also watching compilations of people missing the boat. Missing cruises. Because this isn't like, you know, they don't call a name and wait five minutes for you. Then that boat leaves. The Burr's family, gone. please. Please board. They, they don't even do that. that. And then they, do, I just, so people do miss all the time. You got to think, right? Like, okay, I'm having a good time at a bar in this little remote town in yeah. the Caribbean, and then there's the one with the lady just dropped her knees and went, no. <laughs> And what the boat went. That's a good question. I think you probably what you want to do is fly to the next stop. There has oh. to be people listening that have missed a cruise ship. Oh, there, yeah. There has to be. What What do you do in that in that situation? They always say, never fly in the day you're going to leave on a cruise because if your flight messes up in any way, you're going to miss that cruise, right? And, yeah, what happens then? Like you say, do you fly to the next destination like Matt's going to have to do? You are definitely flying to the next destination. No, I, I have a day. Like, w- once we get, we have a day in Miami before we have to leave. Yeah, no, that's true. You, okay. they'll, they'll get you to Miami from Dallas. See, but if, if probably <laughs> what I'm assuming is we might spend some time at the Dallas airport <laughs> or our bags might not get on that flight and we might. Right. Okay. It's going to be a great trip. Yeah. What have you awesome. missed? What have you missed? Have you missed a cruise? You know, missed some flights, some serious, like, did you miss a flight that caused you big issues? Like, you know, you didn't get home for a wedding or something like that, Ooh. or, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it, it can happen. And it happens more now than it ever did before. Seven eight zero four two one one. You're listening to the kiss and country, Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. All right, we're talking about flying and cruises and things like that and, and missing opportunities to get on airplanes and big boats like that. Yes, Jack? Melody texted and says, we had to connect in San Francisco the first time we went to Disneyland. We had 40 minutes to get to our next flight and didn't realize because we came from Canada, we had to go to a different gate to get on our next flight and then through security again. There were 500 people in line and there was no way we were going to get through in time. But they asked if we were a family, and they had a fast lane just for us. Fast pass. We made it to our plane with minutes to spare. Just like Disney. <laughs> wow. I like what Randy says. Oh, yeah, by the way, because I'm flying into Dallas, I have an hour layover yeah. for my next flight. Yeah. It's the third biggest airport in the world, so hopefully not too far from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
gates. I mean, I'm sure the gates are beside each other. The world's not that big. Like, how many airports can it have? <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to be that guy, but you're there. The betting odds are like very, oh, very you, slim. You're going to get dipped. <laughs> can you please Instagram live this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what my wife will love when we're sprinting down the, the third that's biggest airport. That's in the, the world. thing about airports is there's two types of people at airports people that have way too much time are not enough time. <laughs> there's no mediums. There is no mediums. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Let's switch gears. Jack, what do we got here? Okay, I saw this online, and you know I love a good survey or a good, like, what is your 2024 going to be like? All right. So if you want to find out the theme song for this year, all you have to do is look for the number one song on your 24th birthday. So it takes a little math. We did it all. It took us a while. It was yeah. kind of hard to figure out what year that we were turning 24. But your birth date, the number one song on your 24th birthday is how your 2024 is going to go. No, okay. we'll play ours. Right. But if you want to hear yours, yeah. set, it's probably easier if you can't figure out everything. Just send us how old you were or what date it was when you were 24. Okay. You know what I'm saying, Vern? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. There's also on our Instagram a link. It was the most painful thing on the planet to try to figure out Matt's. <laughs> Matt, why was your birthday so hard? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how old I am now. Mine's, e- mine's easy. I was born in 1970, so it's like bang, bang, bang. Oh, bang. Like, lucky yeah. duck. So which one are we going to do first? Let's do you. Okay. So it okay. is my favorite. All it right. is. It's the best. Okay. So this is... Uh, uh, Christmas num- 2024, right December here. 1994. All right. This is my song for this year. Boys to men. I love boys to men. Now, what was your New Year's resolution? Treat my wife better. <laughs> yeah. Karen, you got some TLC coming. <laughs> wow. Karen's going to have a great year. <laughs> I don't know. Are you going to have the energy to do a radio show? <laughs> your legs will be weak. Make sure you hydrate. Please hydrate. All right. That would be mine. Okay, Jack, you got one for us? Yes. This would have been 2008. I was turning 24. Uh-huh. Here's what my year is going to be like. All right. Oh, oh. I guess I'm experimenting. Wow, wow. wow, wow, wow. Some serious I better hydrate. <laughs> Get that cherry lipstick. Yeah, wow. All right. Okay. Matt? Have you ever kissed a girl? <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Freak, if it was an O, she would have said no. <laughs> That's all the only answer I needed. <laughs> Let's not move on. <laughs> what was her name? Ask me in 2025. <laughs> oh, yeah, you kissed a girl. That okay, mine. We're going to slip away from the dirty theme. Okay. Leave mine, all right? Shocking. Here we go. All right. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid to take a step. Great. I am afraid to take a stand. <laughs> <laughs> it, all, it all depends with who. Exactly. Right. He's got no problem in this room taking a stand. Well, but that's true. As soon as he leaves this room, he oh no no he takes a stand when he's driving his vehicle. That's why he gets the finger all the time. Sure, just this is a good song for you. Stay not afraid. Okay, got it. All right. Well, perfect. Okay. Oh, well, we are going to have great years, guys. <laughs> if you see Chris, you know what he's up to. Yeah. Or Jack. Yeah. Or Matt, apparently, taking a stand. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
There's Luke Combs, and when it rains, it pours with uh, the snow coming to the Edmonton region at Kissing in the Morning with Chris Jack and Matt. We're talking about the song that was number one on your 24th birthday is apparently your 2024 song and your theme, all right? So, uh, yeah, we've got some here from you. We appreciate that. At 780-421-1039, where do we start? Yes, this person wanted to remain anonymous. They didn't give us their name, but they said, please look up January 9th of 2014. What is my song? One sheep, two sheep, corn, cuckoo, and cookie is cool key. But I'm actually weirder than you think. Cause I'm, I'm friends with the monster. I'm not sure what that means for your year, but whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh-huh. Candace says, I turned 24 on January 29th of 1968. This is the Lemon Pipers with Green Tambourine. <laughs> All right. Wow. Never heard of it. The Lemon Pipers. Oh, this though. is but like... Well, 68. All right. Oh, yeah. My Green Tambourine. Oh, yeah. I have heard this. Really? Yeah. Sounds like... They want to be the Beatles, don't they? A little bit. All right. <laughs> Cindy texted and says, oh, my goodness, I am nervous for my song. Listen to what it is. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. You heard the song before, Chris? Yeah, I have. Well, prepare for your divorce. <laughs> <laughs> One more. All right. July 17th of 1995. This song is awesome. Right? Stay away from bodies of water. <laughs> Don't go chasing waterfalls. All right. All right. Text, text continue to be rolling in. 780-421-1039. Kissing in the morning with Chris. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's uh, Mackenzie Porter. It's called These Days Kissing in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 854. Uh, yeah, this day is going to be a... Cold one, but uh, it's going to be the warmest of the rest of the week by the looks of it when you look at the forecast. And uh, the snow is on the way. Nothing here. To, uh, uh, it's hard to tell, but nothing, I don't think, Not on the Not that we side. can see yet. Okay, so far. All right, but it's coming by the sounds of it. Um, 2024 is here, and apparently the song of 2024 for you is the number one hit, The Month. That you turned the day, 24. The day, the day you it's turned It's going to describe your year. Yeah, ahead. go ahead. Jan says, in 1984, Eddie Raven, I Got Mexico. Sun in Mexico. I love this song. I've never been, they said. Maybe this year. This is definitely your year to go to Mexico. Yes, again. go to Mexico. Sure. Go to Mexico. <laughs> Brent says, June 14th of 2013, dance party time. know if you can live up to this song all year, can you? Can we do the little, like, pointy dance? Start trading. Come on, song. Open Gangnam Style. I miss this song. That's <laughs> <laughs> some other flappers. Like, I got it from my daddy. <laughs> oh, my. Great song. <laughs> all right. Darren texted and says, I turned 24 on March 7th of 1994. Ace of Base. Somebody the same age as me. 94, baby. Yep. Yeah. All right. This one came in June 4th of 2001. Ooh. 
Yes. You're in for a good year. <laughs> <laughs> seems, like, seems like you'll be proposing something to a bunch of people. Okay, and one more. This is so funny. I turned 24 on July 19th of 2006. Oh, my. And they said they're a mother of three. Have a great year. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kiss and Country 103.9.